Hey, what's up, everyone? I am over here with a very talented producer. KP, oh, what's good, KP? I ain't want to have no pause. What's going on? You are one of the guys from The Colleagues. Yes. We're going to get a little bit into your music career and everything that you have done so far. And then we're also going to get blunted just a little bit, you know, because I know that you, you're you all about, you know, PG-13. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, thank you so much for meeting me up during this uh, this uh, this crisis that we're going through. Yeah, thank you. We need a divider here. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine the Queen, it's official. Come on, come on. mission in life is to promote sex education. Smoke weed every day. All right, all right, all right. KP. Yo, yo. So, man, tell us your story. How did you get started? How long have you been in in the music industry actually? Man, it's a long story, but uh, I started. We have time. <laughs> I started around 2004. Okay. What's crazy is um, I was dating my high school girlfriend at the time. Okay. And um, found out she was cheating on me. You know, I'm like boohoo crying and stuff. And my boy was like, "Man, just come through, man. Let's just talk." Blah blah blah. And I came over to his crib, and he had a a, a program called FL Studio on his uh, computer. And he was like, "Here, just play around with this." And I just started making little bs beats and everything and okay. i was like yo this is kind of fun and next thing you know it was just something i just started doing every single day i put the program on my computer and i just started every single day start working on it like how old were you you were in 19. high school oh i was 19 yeah and how old are you now if you don't mind me asking? 35 you've done music with like raheem how do you say his last name raheem devon so i recently heard that song which i love but um what other uh, artists have you worked with? I know that you've also worked with Nipsey, right? Yeah, Nipsey Hustle, uh, Bankroll Fresh, R.I.P. Well, R.I.P. to Nipsey Hustle too. Um, Two Chains, T Pain, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, really? Yeah. And like, do you actually like meet up with them? And every situation is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With somebody like Raheem, I have a really great relationship with him, so sometimes we record, you know, via sending emails, and sometimes we're yeah. there in the studio. Okay, nice, nice, nice. I heard your your recent album, which is... Love Dates and Heartbreaks. Yes, which I love it. And you released Thank this you. on Valentine's Day. Yes. Um, what? Uh, why did you decide to have all of your features be women? Because the first album, Another Love Story, was all males. Okay. And it wasn't purposely done like that. Just some of the females were taking a little bit longer. Okay. And I was like, I need to get this album out. So, uh, yeah, a lot of females are writing me like, why don't you have any female artists? And I was like, all right, I'm going to make this next one all females. And how long did it take you to work on that album? The second one, mm, not not long, maybe a couple months, three months or so. It, it moved along pretty quickly. The first one, I have some bigger artists on there. So, you know, I had to deal with their tour schedule and everything and their albums and stuff that they were putting out. So it, it took about a year or so to put wow. that one out. Yeah. And you have how many? How many albums? Do you Two have? albums. Two. Yeah. And which one would you say is your favorite? <laughs> oh man. Cause do you do you see it like like they're your babies? You know Both your of albums. Both my babies. Yeah, of course. I can't pick a favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I just you know, 
I, I can't pick a favorite. I don't want to pick a favorite, but I love both of them, though. Okay, all right. And what artist has been the most challenging to work with? On the album or just period? Just period, in general. Man, uh, man, I don't know. Uh, Raheem, I would say Raheem. We work together so much Okay. that uh, it's not as easy to get records done with him because he kind of challenges us a little more to kind of come with something different. Oh, okay. We have to keep stepping it up. You know, We're on pretty much his last few albums that he's putting out. So, yeah, I would probably say Raheem. Okay, okay. Dude, I I love I love his music. And what did you do? Okay, so I know that I saw you 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 got like um what is it called like a billboard plaque? Yeah, a billboard. Yeah. So. Uh, so crazy story about that is when Raheem is the first R&B artist we ever worked with. Okay. And we were still kind of new in the game, you know, 2014 I think that album dropped. So when it went number 1 on the billboard charts on the R&B charts, I didn't pay attention to it because I didn't look at the billboards back then. Yeah. So one of my friends that was on the album kept saying, you know, we were hoping for a Grammy for his more recent album. So he was like, well, the last album that we was on together went number one. And I was like, no, it didn't. It went like number three or something like that. He's like, no, it went number one. And he sends me the 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 sheet and I looked at it and I was like, wow, it went number one. So I ordered mine three, four years late later, oh, you know, wow. not even knowing it went number one. I was like, oh, wow, I could have had this plaque on my wall this whole time and just never paid attention to it. Wow. That's that's amazing. Yeah. So so you um, the, the colleagues, it's two producers. Yes. Um, who's the other producer? Harrison. Shout out, shout them out, shout them out. Harrison at Hot Boy, H-O-T-B-O-I. OK. And why why did y'all come up with that name? The colleagues were y'all colleagues? Well, I started the colleagues. Oh, when okay. I started the colleagues, there was no colleagues. I just it was nobody else but just me. And okay. I just always envisioned having a team that was very uh, versatile that could produce any other genre of music. And um, I had other partners before that's no longer with me. Okay. And Harrison came along around 2013 or so. And so he just kind of joined the team. But yeah, I started the colleagues. Okay, and he he was also a part of the number one billboard? Yes, yes. Okay, nice. Yeah, when we first got together, the first three placements we got together was Nipsey, Freddie Gibbs and and then we worked with MGK like all back to back to back so it was pretty dope. Wow, how like how did you even get in contact with, <laughs> with these artists? I I have to ask. Every situation is different. Uh, Nipsey, uh, our homegirl Sarah J, who's a really dope A and R. Okay. She reached out to me, you know, and I was just sending her beats and she would just send them off to different artists and then one day she hit me up and was like, hey, Nipsey uh, wants to use this for his album. At the time, Crenshaw was supposed to be uh, Victory Lap. So we're like, okay, we're gonna be on Victory Lap now. You're talking about 2013 now. Uh -huh. So we were supposed to be on Victory Lap back then. And then um, he ended up changing his mind and called it Crenshaw. And he's like, it's gonna be a mixtape, which means we don't get paid. So it was like, at the oh. time it was like, we don't get paid. But it was like, Nipsey kind of lost his buzz at that time. Like, cause everybody was so focused on Kendrick Lamar. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like one of those, this is a cool look for us. We don't have nothing else going on. And then he announces that he's going to sell it for $100. And the freaking industry went crazy. Like, who who is this dude to say he's going to sell his mixtape for $100 and he ends up selling out? He said he's only going to sell 1,000 a, a copies uh -huh. at that. He ended up selling out of the 1,000 copies in less than 24 hours at his store and made 100000 off of it in one day. 
and then Jay-Z ends up buying a, a hundred copies and that's when it hit the news and then Eminem bought copies and then it went off like everybody was calling my phone like yo Nipsey da 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 and I, I was a little my feelings I can say it now is a little bit of my feelings because it was like wow we didn't make a dime off this right you know what I mean and uh I remember reaching out to Nipsey and it was just like yo are you gonna get paid from this yeah his words was absolutely not <laughs> and i was pissed wow. off about it because he went on the breakfast club and i remember charlemagne the god said um dipsy man you made a hundred thousand dollars in a day this is crazy and his exact words was lunch money and i was like lunch money i'm over here broke i need money da, 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 da. Damn. so yeah it kind of hurt but it opened up so many doors that's when we started working with raheem Devon. that's when we started working with tony gaskins you know what i mean we started working with a bunch of people after that because the Nipsey gave us such a good look. So wow. I ended up going back to him later on was like, thank you for having us a part of this. Cause I understood like, it's not always about the dollar, you know what I'm saying? You gotta use that opportunity to make more opportunities. A hundred percent. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I mean, shit. I, especially even starting in the game, I feel like you you have to work for free. You you yeah. have to do certain shit to really not, I don't, I don't wanna say prove yourself, but prove yourself. A lot of our biggest, a lot of our records with some of the bigger artists were all done for free. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people try to just get so stuck on money and stuff that they miss the opportunity. But I always knew that when, you know, when I tell people, hey, I work with such and such and such and such, that they'll give me opportunity. But if you have all these dope beats and you don't have any artists attached to it, mm -hmm. they might look at you like, eh, like the record with 2 Chain for free, T-Pain free, you know what I mean? Nipsey free. Yeah. Which caused... Raheem, I remember when Raheem, when me and him talked the first day, he was like, hey, I want to get uh, two beats from you. Look, uh, I know you guys work with a bunch of people, so he's like, I can only afford to pay you, you know, $3,000 per beat. And at the time, I'm only making $500 per beat. But he looked at the resume and thought we was making way more than what we were making. And right. I was like, hell yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that should work, yeah, that should yeah, work. Yeah. <laughs> nice, okay, all right. So um, my one of my favorite songs on... Um, on the Love Dates and Heartbreaks album is Different and Liquid Gold. Yes. Which one would you say is your favorite? Liquid, I mean, I know- Liquid we're, Gold. We're, liquid Gold? Yeah. Why? First of all, it was written by Breland. You, if you don't know who he is, you'll definitely know who he is. He has a, a, a real dope, popular uh, country song out right now called My Truck. It's really dope. but. That's one of my favorite writers. Don't touch my yeah. truck. Really? Yeah, he wrote that song, so. No way. He, Wait, I don't I don't even know about the lyrics, but I, I know yeah, that. Yeah, you had it right. Oh, yeah? yeah. Okay, well, it, it, that voice, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's one of my real close boys right now. So, you know, he uh, he wrote that record. Um, he wrote that one and Savage on the, on the project. You see, I was going to put Savage, too, but I was like, <laughs> damn, I might as well just say the whole album, which I do love but, the whole album. But, um vibe man she's mm -hmm. so talented she's very very dope and um killer voice oh my good so we met her i met her working on the first album and okay. the engineer brought her in a session with me and raheem and was working on uh belongs to you okay so she comes to the studio and while we we're working and stuff she just kept singing in the background i'm like yo this girl got a little voice so i started talking to her and i'm like yo you know, let's exchange numbers. We exchange numbers, and I would text her and be like, "Yeah, we need to work one day." Uh -huh. And that was a year ago. Okay. And then when I came up with the project, I was like, "All right, I want to have all females. I was like, I gotta have vibe on there." Yes. And then I said, "Look," she was, I was like, "I want to put you with somebody, uh, another songwriter, because I know the song will come out dope." Ah, I write, I write all my own stuff, and I'm like, "That's cool," but 
for the sake of the project, I need this song to come out dope because I know how dope you are. Yeah. So I called up Breland and Breland was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And put them two together and it was just, the record's amazing. Like, I love it. Yeah, no. I... And Tally on, on different, like, I wasn't there in the studio with my boy G Blizz, who's very, very talented. Like, that's his girl and they just wrote it together and, and he played guitars on the record. So just, that record just came together amazing. Which one? different oh different yeah. yes yes no um i'm a, i'm a fan no we uh we had woken up uh, on valentine's day and he mm. was like yo like my boy just released this album like mm. he started playing it and i was like oh my gosh yes this uh this song liquid gold yeah thank you the colleagues
So what's your relationship status? Married. <laughs> going on going on six years this year. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So since you're married, mm-hmm. what is um what is something that is a big hell no when it comes to being married? Uh, besides you know, infidelity and stuff. Unless you're an open you're in an open relationship. Nah, definitely not. <laughs> That's a big hell no. <laughs> oh no no doing number twos, door open. Oh. I don't even want to be in the house to be honest with you. Like I don't want to be in the house. Like I prefer you. I like to. The, I like to think that my lady does not do a number two, and that she just. You're one of those. She just sprays and everything. It just smells like flowers. Like <laughs> you know what I mean. So that's probably the biggest one for me. What about farting? Yeah, I don't like that either. Cause then if I'm if I'm going down, like I got to think about that. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you. Like even every time she every time she she does fart, like I look at her like you not getting none tonight. It, 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 <laughs> maybe none the, the next night either. Like you just ruined whatever was about to happen is is off the table now. Okay. <laughs> what if she was to accidentally fart in your face while you're eating her out? That's one of my biggest fears. <laughs> like like one of those if she's like what if, if she's like climaxing or something like that, and then it like it squeezes out, like it's not gonna happen over here. Like I don't need that. Like you just ruined it for the month now. <laughs> That's off the table. Not too. one night, not two nights, but a whole motherfucking month. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so six years in the in the married game. So when it comes to you know music and all of that stuff, you did just release an album with all women. Yeah. So is there like like do you have any issues like when it comes to that like or it's all about trust in the in in the marriage obviously yeah she she's different she never ever tripped or nothing like that and I and some of the girls on there you know as you know strip you know one of the vibe is a stripper really you know, yeah so she has a great body mm-hmm. you know she's always posting half naked pictures uh-huh. whatever uh, you know. Uh, wild bees always posting half naked stuff and she mm-hmm. never tripped on none of that stuff and i had to be in the studio with these girls and i talked to them yeah but i keep them on speakerphone when i talk to them because it's like at the end of the day they're very beautiful girls mm-hmm. so it's one of those i don't want to make you feel uncomfortable because i know you get it all the time mm-hmm. and i want i want you to feel like you can trust me and you can talk to me and i also mm-hmm. want my wife to know like everything is all good like you ain't got to worry about nothing so i just talk to him on speakerphone and I talk to him like they're one of the dudes you know what I mean? yeah yeah I, that's how that's how a lot of my my guy friends because obviously you know I'm always in the studio as well and so it's it's like four guys always you know and we're we're always just chilling but they treat me as one of the guys yeah. you know and I definitely like it's it's definitely a comfort like yeah. comfort level on that part are you are you about reciprocation in 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 a marriage in marriage as far as I, I don't know like i mean does your lady like her toes being sucked uh, are you a toe sucker i have before <laughs> <laughs> i have before uh i don't do it often to be honest with you what about what about it being reciprocated i don't <laughs> hell no she i a a good suggestion for her is not and my feet so jacked up like you know that ain't that ain't gonna happen <laughs> would you lose not eat not she lose might get re- cut up <laughs> <laughs> that's 
that's funny. I was asking uh, one of my guy friends, and and he was like, my toes are so jacked up that I feel like I would lose respect for my lady yeah. if she was to if I was to see her looking on my toes. <laughs> yeah, my lady would never. She would look at me like I was crazy. So we on the same page. <laughs> what? Let me ask you. What does your wife do? She's a doctor. She's a doctor. So during this whole you know everything that we're going through what what are her thoughts in this like how 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 are things at home like don't travel <laughs> um stay home uh-huh. you know what i mean uh wash your hands you know she's she's very she comes home gives me the latest updates on everything you know what i mean yeah so it's more of just staying safe staying out of we don't go to we haven't been to restaurants you know usually every week we go to we try to find a new restaurant to go to that's like our I think night. that's a must in 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 like a relationship, a marriage. You 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 definitely need those date nights. Yeah, so we try to we try to keep up every mm-hmm. week and do that. So this past week was like no restaurant. We had to just order in. You know? Yeah. So yeah. What's uh what's a restaurant that's top notch that you guys have tried? Man, it's a lot of chops. Is one of my favorites. It's an upscale restaurant. But it's a Chops. Is it a steakhouse? Yeah. See, you heard of Chops? No, but okay. I mean Chops. You know. Yeah. So Chops is one of my favorite. Um, you put me on the spot, so I can't think of. Uh, so what, what kind of? Um, uh, so it's a steakhouse. Mm. I I have to ask this because, mm. you know, I'm very precise with my meat. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. What uh? What what kind of steaks do they serve there at Chops? Uh, like ribeyes, uh, porterhouse. Um, uh, like, do they have wagyu there? Wagyu, wagyu. Because I never had it before. So I don't oh, know. really? No, I never had it before. Sir, is that your favorite cut? Sir, it's not even a cut. It's a type of. It's a. It's like Japanese steak. Oh. It's a yeah. It's the it's the the one the steak that you can just. Cut with the. Why with are you trying to f- make me sound stupid over here? No, like, no, 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 <laughs> never. Hey, we're we we're all gotta delete that whole scene. <laughs> <laughs> we're all being put on game. No, but yeah, that you cut that with the with the spoon. That's wow. how that's how tender it is. It's so so definitely find a restaurant that serves. I don't even know how to say it. How do you get your uh, steak prepared? You see, I think that's a very important question as well. So whenever I do get a fillet, I get it. Um, a Pittsburgh style, cause I liked it. I, I like it very. I like it burnt on the outside, but my preferred temperature on the inside would be medium, medium well, medium well plus. And I know people are gonna look at me crazy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, you this? <laughs> he even looking like hey. or, or, or medium. I don't know. It's, I'm medium. just. I'm just. Uh, the blood. Eric, you like you like medium rare, right? Her boyfriend likes medium rare. Yeah, so when so whenever I, like the first time I cooked for him, he was talking about medium rare, you know, and I was like, damn, like I've never cooked for this guy, like fuck, like what if I don't even cook? What if I overcook it? So I was trying to undercook it, and that which I don't even know. I well, I do know how to you know go about it and stuff, whatever, right? But I t- it was what it was like rare, right? It was rare as hell. <laughs> I was like, no, this is not what it is. I had medium rare for the first time maybe two to three weeks ago. What did you it, think? What I thought I was gonna get sick, but it was actually good. Like the flavor in it was really good. So, but I, 
But how, like, when you're it eating it. It was just it. way too much red for me, though. Okay, that's, you see, usually I smoke and I eat. And so it's just, I I just think, I, I feel like I can hear the, like, the animal. <laughs> like, I'm just so, like, it's just, I'm in my thoughts. Like, yeah. I can't. <laughs> Like I'm it's just a good animal. <laughs> I love, <laughs> but the steak. blood, like big, you know. No, trust me, you you've never had real steak until you've had a wagyu. So you just gonna disregard every other good no, steak no, okay. out there? Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, I just that's top notch. But how do you like your steak? Medium. Medium. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. See, so, when I was a rookie, uh huh. Back when my dad used to make the steaks for me, or I'll get a steak from you know, Applebee's or something like that. Uh-huh. I was like, no, medium well. And when I started <laughs> medium, making why, it. Why do you have to say medium well like that? You know, <laughs> like, just because I feel, like, you know, I feel like the people that's not experienced with the steak gets medium well. No, hey, not, hold not, up. Saying, not saying you, though. <laughs> but when I started going to some better restaurants, you know what I mean? And that's when I was like, and I just started trying medium. I was like, mm-hmm. yo, this medium is where it's at. You know what I mean? So I don't have to put no steak sauce. I used to do steak sauce all the time. Yo, I remember those days. A1? Hell no. I used to have A1 on everything. Right, same. So if you need steak sauce, that's not good. Right, right, right. At all. I I just like to top it with with butter. Yeah, some places have really good butter. Mm -hmm. Man, you get me hungry right now. (laughs) I'm I'm hungry, and I think that's why I got into this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) No, but okay, so... Back to um these uh these questions. What is uh the most embarrassing thing that has happened during sex? For me? For you. So I was in uh a long, 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 long time ago. Years ago. Years ago. I was with my boy and I smoked for the first time. Okay. Which is why I don't smoke. Oh, okay. So when I was uh, with my boys, we smoking. We have uh, one, two, three, four, four girls. Okay. One of them was with him, and the other three are with me. Okay. So I started smoking with them. They doing a little, blowing the little shotguns and stuff. Started smoking <laughs> with them and stuff. And next thing you know, I'm just like out of it. Like, yo, I, I don't have the energy. So two of the girls are like, I'm gone. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. So I have this girl to the right. So... I remember she had on her shorts, it said tip drill, because that's when Nelly's tip drill had just came out. Okay. I don't know how old you are, but that's when tip drill had just came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you heard that song before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so we ended up messing around and stuff, and the next thing you know, I try to uh, I try to put a condom on. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't get up. And I'm like, damn, put another one on. You know what I'm saying? That one, then it finally got up, got it. It took about 10 minutes. So it took a minute. Uh-huh. I get like two strokes in. Oh, God. Got to come out acting like something was wrong. Like, ah, damn it, man. I got to go, man. And she's like, what? Oh, my, my God. My boy comes out the room <laughs> from smashing the chick, his chick, and he's full covered in sweat. This nigga already got a six pack and stuff. <laughs> he comes out and he was like, y'all niggas done already? And I'm like, bro, like, we got to go. So he was like, man, I want to stay tonight. I need to go around. She was like, I need to come in there with y'all. I was like, yo. Let me get out of here. I was like 18 or something like that. I was like, let me get out of here. I was probably the most embarrassing thing. He laughed at me. was in Palm Bay, Florida, and he laughed at me all the way back to Tampa. Like, still oh. to this day, if I bring it up, he'd be like, Nick, you remember you nutty quick? <laughs> that was embarrassing. Damn, so he knew you busted quick. Well, I told him once we got in the car because um. he thought something was really wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't feeling good. And when we got in the car, I told him what happened because uh-huh. I was like, it's my boy. I can trust him. And he was like, and he clowned me the whole way back. So. Damn. Yeah. And what what about 
a chick? Like, what's the wor- <laughs> what's the oh, most man. embarrassing? Oh, he thought about it real quick. I already know. Tell I'm, me, share it with us. We're ready. I was in the hotel with this girl, and uh, we did anal sex. Okay. Well, I, I did that to her. Okay. So <laughs> let me rephrase that. So <laughs> I remember she was like, you know, before you put it back in, you know, the other way. I, you need to wipe it off. So yeah. when I go to the bathroom to go wipe down, whatever, mm-hmm. I come back and on the side of the bed, I just see like a streak of like brown stuff. So I was like, what the hell is that? So then when she like, when it was like, when she went to go shower up and stuff, I remember just going down and just taking the sheets and just looking at it and was like, oh my God, like. Oh no. Yeah. But she didn't know. So she didn't know. So it wasn't, I guess it wasn't embarrassing for her because I never called her out on it, but it was always like, that could have been, she probably wouldn't talk to me no more because she would probably be so embarrassing. It was too good for me just to give it up. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like a little mishap. <laughs> it happens. That's what happens when you play down there. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is, that's that's hilarious. So, okay. So, um, what advice do you give for those that uh, want to do anal? What you call that thing that start with an E? Where you squirt it up, the water up there and stuff? And no, no, no. You're, you're talking about douching. Yeah. Is that not yeah 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 that that's douche right and enema yeah. oh do that well, that's that. it cleans out the system and stuff okay so if that's first thing that's for her and then you know wait but yeah so it's a it's a water thing that you squirt right yeah yeah that's also a douche it does it it's called douche but uh, yeah okay that's that's well, the, probably the proper term as far as performing <laughs> you know you just don't try to go in too hard too quick you know what I mean just gotta kind of you gotta kind of get her in the mood you gotta open once, her up a little bit once she gets in the mood and once she gets opened up and feels comfortable mm-hmm. it'll literally like it'll like stretch for yeah you. yeah yeah okay god where is this conversation <laughs> <laughs> honestly i don't like putting my i don't like putting my thumb in there because i just think about you know if is it clean or not i'd rather take a chance with my dick that, <laughs> and that might sound worse like but my thumb that's though, horrible because then i gotta scrub my fingers and stuff you know <laughs> Right. Better than scrubbing your dick, right? I mean, that's easy. You know what I mean? But... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, hey, so I always end my show with a motivational, uh, uh like either a quote or a piece of advice um, for others that would like to get into the music industry or, you know, reach out to other artists that maybe they're afraid to reach out to. Like, um, what piece of advice do you have for those that want to get into producers, songwriters, mm-hmm. artists, stay the course. Um, man, it's so much. Don't get frustrated. Always keep going forward. As long as you keep taking one step, as long as you're progressing, even if it's one tiny step, that's all that matters. You know, so many times people look to take this long leap, you know, and they want to just jump into making a million or they want to jump into, you know, this next level of success, yeah. you know what I mean? As long as you just continuously keep grinding, keep putting in the work and keep progressing forward, you know, it's always, it, it never, you never really realize how far you came until you turn around and look and be like, wow, I, I, and, and to myself, I still do that to this day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I look at some of my friends that's got a hundred, you know, plaques on the wall and stuff and in the studio with the Justin Bieber's and all that stuff and I'd be like, why am I not there? You know what yeah. I mean? But then you got to turn around and be like, Look what you've done since day one, da 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 da. You know what I mean? So it's just about constantly 
getting better and and continuously being grateful that's another thing yeah if you keep uh, progressing in life and you're not even grateful for what you've done what you came through what you've already accomplished like what makes you think that you know god is going to give you more blessings you know what i mean so it's like you have to be thankful for each blessing because it's not the big stuff that makes other big stuff it's the little one that you other people probably overlooked and mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like let's just take it this always for takes a, that one this record. interview might not be on might not be the breakfast club mm-hmm. but it might be somebody that heard me that puts me on to somebody else and right. it, it opens up a whole nother door that i never knew that was available so exactly. it's about taking advantage of each opportunity and being grateful for them you know what i mean yes so yeah okay and what would you say is like um has been a challenge for you just to in the music industry um like i said before you know sometimes it's not about talent and you can get frustrated looking at people that kind of gets you know surpass you and and kind of go to that next level before you and you be like but that's that this is trash you know or it's not as good you know what i mean so but you have to like i said remain in the state of course and stay in focus that's the hard part is a lot of people end up giving up because they don't stay focused they don't they don't trust the process you know what i mean so it's just kind of like that's in itself is is it, pretty difficult i feel like uh i feel like nipsey um like started to come up again like just before he passed because that's whenever he was like started like he start well i mean at least me and and the people that i was around you know yeah. like they just they never really fucked with him until like either after he passed they never, yeah they never mess with you until you pass away or until something bad happens whatever but uh mm-hmm. for me it was that nipsey loss was tough because i was actually a nipsey fan i yeah. became a nipsey fan once we worked with him mm-hmm. and that's when i was like yo this nigga dope like mm-hmm. crenshaw is still one of my favorite projects yeah and then it was one of those i will all literally a week or two before he died, I remember DMing him and saying, I'm proud of you, bro. You know what I mean? And so, like, to have that happen, I remember I was driving down to Florida when it happened, and I was like, please tell me this is a prank. And I remember just pulling over because it felt like, you know, like, you hate to see somebody die, like, on their way up. Like, right. he was still progressing. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, when I went to, um, quick story, I went to, um, when I went to L.A. for the first time or second no it's my second time in LA mm-hmm. um I had to go buy the Crenshaw store yeah I had to go buy a store and um I went and I bought me a Crenshaw shirt you know this was when he was still alive and everything mm-hmm. and I remember I picked up the CD and I was like yo how much is the CD and the dude was like hundred dollars and I was like hundred dollars he was like I was like but I produced on this he's like which track you did I was like no regrets and he was like dang for real like that that's crazy but it was just like one of those just I was a fan. Like, yeah. I, I didn't pay the $100, though. I was yeah. Like, I'm on this mess. But I definitely bought a shirt because I was like, I'm a fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember buying the shirt, posting online, tagging them and stuff. That's when he started following me back. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, the last thing he said to me was uh, I, I put up a post. It's on my Instagram. If you go down further enough, mm-hmm. it's on my Instagram. I said, uh, this album right here opened up so many doors for me. And he ended up commenting on my comments and was like, well-deserved. Like, it was one of those situations, like I said, yeah. where, remember I said, we had nothing else going on. This is a Nipsey project. Nobody's really checking for him, but hey, let's just do it. And it ended up opening up so many doors. 
the album ended up going back on the Billboard charts once he died. Oh, man. It never even hit the Billboard charts before. Right. It didn't hit it until he died. And even mm-hmm. though it was like number 63, I had to get that plaque because of what it represented. And it was like, oh, 100%. this is one of those situations where when I told people, when they would say, what y'all got coming up? What y'all got coming up? I would say Nipsey Hussle. And they'd be like, oh, okay, cool. What, what else y'all got coming up? But now people, when I do my interviews, people started off with, you work with Nipsey Hussle. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, that's one of those. It was small at the time, and it just, you never know what it'll take you. It actually, like, really inspired me because even, like, me, I have, uh, there's times where I feel uninspired. I mean, uninspired or just I lack creativity. We're like, yeah. you know, like, yo, like, what, what other type of content should I put out? And it's just, like, it, it really just takes that one video, that one interview, and, and oh, yeah. To put it like this, another thing. I, I know we ain't got much time, but... No, we have, a t- we, we have time. If As long as you continue to stay the process and keep doing what you're doing, like you said, all it takes is one. Take Shiggy, for example. Mm-hmm. Shiggy was always putting out videos of him dancing, doing stupid dances mm-hmm. to everybody's stuff, and all of a sudden he posts it, and then the biggest rapper in the game... Drake. ...ends up blowing it up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drake. So... And think about all the success that came from Shiggy from doing that, from something Hmm. that he had been doing for years prior. You know what I'm saying? So that's the same thing. Like, you don't get popping and blow up and things happen. People will look at you like, oh, it's a one hit. Or, or, you know, she just blew up because she did this and this. Mm -hmm. But they didn't see that you were staying, they didn't see that you were staying the course and doing this thing, not the same thing, but staying and doing your thing for however long, you know what I mean? And they'd be like, and then that one situation, mm-hmm. you say that one thing that catches the right ear, you know what I'm saying? Like, I make so many beats and, and do all this stuff, but it'll just take that one beat to be like, boom, and just take it to the next level. All right, and also, let's talk about this uh, this sweater before, yes. your your clothing line. Yes. Is it is it is it a... Is it a clothing line or is it just your brand? Just merch that I, that just I merch. sell. So that's on the website too. If you go to my Instagram or, or my Twitter, like I got the link in there, that'll take you to the merch. So yeah. Okay, so uh, the sweater that I'm wearing, it's a gray. Um, thank you. What? Dear what? Ins- God, thank you. Yeah. What? What? What inspired you to like put this out in I'm different ver- languages? I'm a very. I show a lot of gratitude, and that's not just to God. That's just to anybody. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To you for bringing me here. You know, just I'm always thankful. So yeah. I couldn't get to where I'm at without God blessing me. So I was like, I want to wear something that people, it don't have to have the colleagues on it. I just want to have something that says, you know, thank you. And I just thought about the different, you know, languages and stuff. When is the next album going oh. to be released? Let's talk about that. What's what's your next project looking like? Well, right now I'm just putting together songs to okay. probably individually release. So... Like, like singles and stuff? Yeah, little singles and everything. Projects okay. take so much energy and money. It's just sometimes, right now, I'm just going to kind of fall back from that. Not fall back, but give it some time before I do the next one. But Because okay. uh, I want to build up some anticipation also. I don't want it to feel like every few months they're going to get a new album because then they might not be as interested. I want to keep the quality there too. So Yes. But as far as uh, singles go, I got a, you know, got a new record with... Uh, Tidra Moses, you know, really dope R&B star. So got one with her. My brothers, the Hamiltons, we got one with them that I plan on putting out soon. Okay. Me and Vibe are doing the whole project. So I guess we are putting out a project. Oh. So we're going to do a joint project where we just do the whole thing for us. So nice. we got such a great response from Liquid Gold that we was like, let's just do a whole project. So that's what we in the studio right now working on. So, yeah. Tell everyone where they can find you. The colleagues. 
T-H-E-C-O-L-L-E-A-G-U-E-S. That's on Twitter and Instagram. What are the platforms that you guys are on? I mean, everyone. The college, I mean, Apple Music, Spotify, you know, Tidal. All uh, right. Yes, you already know. Check out their album. This is what we're talking about. Love Dates and Heartbreaks. The Colleagues. Frank Rose. We live. Tell me, are you able? What you bring into the table? You got some messing with those lame hoes. It's time you switch up on your angle. Yeah. Don't just say you're different You know I pay attention when you swing and miss it You strike and now all my heart is liquid I ain't like these bitches Let me keep my distance Everybody can get on this level You know I keep my Everybody can 